Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Two Dads, One Car. I'm so excited to bring our very next guest here on the show. He's someone I met during the first year of law school at a dinner, actually, and we've kept in touch ever since. Moreover, he is one of the first friends that I shared this idea with about Two Dads, One Car just a couple weeks ago. And so I'm excited to bring him on the show and get to learn a little bit more about him. His name is Will Tao. He's one of the most multi-talented individuals I know. He's a lawyer, a social justice advocate. He mentors many, many law students. He's definitely a trailblazer in the community. And fun fact, he's also a rapper. That's right, uh, he does rap. So I'm gonna see if there's a way to get him to rap a little bit on this episode. That'll be my goal. It might be a little hard because it's also 7.30 in the morning, but uh, we'll see what happens. All right, hang tight. We're gonna get started. I'm gonna pick him up just now, thanks. I recently discovered the concept of a push present, which seems like a marketing ploy to get dads to spend lots of money. But if you're looking to get something nice for your partner and support a local business, I highly recommend that you check out Buy Laura Jewelry. It is 100% local and it's run by an amazing friend of mine, Laura. For our listeners, Buy Laura is offering a 30% discount code off anything on their website. Again, it's 30% off. Use the promo code 2DADS1CAR at checkout. Again, the promo code is 2DADS1CAR. All right, let's get back to the show. Are you okay if we started shooting? Just shoot whatever, man. Okay. Since I think we need to have it, this is, uh, you know, uh, this is the reality of uh, newborn baby life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm so bad. I'm I've, I've never been... I'll be really honest with you. I've never been this late to things in my life. Oh, uh, okay. It's sort of something that, uh, you know, missed meetings, the the, the brain fog that, uh, you know, they say that moms get during pregnancy. I think a lot of it kind of passes on to, <laughs> to fathers too, right? Uh, it's it's ironic. I, I probably gain just as much weight as Olivia during her, <laughs> her pregnancy too. So we'll add that as another one. Um, but no, it's been it's been a good journey, and I'm excited for you, my brother, to go on it. Oh man, much love and appreciation. Yeah, I, I gave a brief intro to you earlier. Maybe you could introduce yourself to the audience. Just name kind of your fatherhood history up to this yeah, point. Yeah, my name is Will Tao, and uh, I am a parent to Esmeranda. Uh, we call her Esme for short. Uh, it's got a real there's a history with the name too, and how okay. it came up. But Yu Huaying Tao, so we you know we kept the, the Chinese name there, and. Uh, my, uh, my spouse's last name and my last name together. So we've done some strategic things with the name uh, to sort of represent our culture and our values. And uh, yeah, she's three months and a half now, almost four months uh, early um, September, which is actually good timing because that's also, you know, it's a big uh, five-year wedding anniversary for my spouse and I. So another story, we took a little time before we had our first one. So there's there's a few stories <laughs> just oh in the introduction but um you know i'm again the fact that you're having a september baby is going to be for i think we're we're having september baby. you never know with these things right that's yeah. another thing oh man i almost feel like everything i say now there's a story behind it it's like you know even just thinking about the days before you know olivia had a baby yeah but yeah. yes um this is going to be a bit more ranty than most episodes it's sort of the nature of uh of will here and uh also of this morning i'm also a podcast host of the in light podcast check it out in light in light <laughs> i um am an immigration and refugee lawyer as my day job and you know, 
this week has been really rough with uh, Afghan Canadians and, and a lot of the stories we're hearing about children there. So, you know, I just wanted to, you know, mention that, that that's partially why you're seeing in the States a lot of sleepless nights and just trying to think about how we can, you know, make a difference and, and, do, and do some good work. That's what I love about you, Will. Like, if I think of a friend who is, like, a champion for social justice, a champion for helping others. Like, if there's a definition, W in my dictionary, and I truly mean that. And I'm just, I'm thrilled to have you on this on this show and chat with you further on. Thank you, thank multifaceted. you. Multifaceted. Let's. Do you mind if we just dive into the name? Actually, so dive I'm curious to know, like, yeah. you know, when you and Olivia were thinking about the name, like, what was going on there? Yeah. That's always a big question for new parents. Such a big question for new parents, and for the name. Um, First of all, I know in the, in the beginning stages, you, you don't know what the, uh, the, the sex of your of your child is, if it's a, you know, a male or female. So, you, all, you know, you always have some backups. And I'm a namer, so I like to put different names. And, like, you know, we had a couple shortlisted. And for whatever reason, I think I, it definitely didn't start as Esme. But just I started, like, just looking at the name, and it means to be loved. And it's a little bit unique. I think unique is my big thing, right? It's like... There's enough, and again, no offense to all those that I know, the, you know, the Emily, uh, James. The... <laughs> We've lost all those viewers no, just now. <laughs> yeah, we, we lost, no, just we lose all of you. Those names are awesome. You've rocked it in your own way. But for me, it's like, and, and you know, you're, you're an online person. you got to be able to get the hits, right? Yeah, you got to yeah. be able to search it up and be like, that's the only one. Yeah. So that's why even we moved beyond Esme, right? Because uh-huh. Esme itself, it means to be loved. But, you know, there's a lot of Esmes. Um, and we wanted Esme to be a little bit more unique, right? So... Uh, at that time, I had a, um, and, and now we still have a friend and a mentor to me uh, named Miranda. Shoutouts to Miranda. I'm not going to give her full name because yeah. Miranda's just too awesome. But, uh, you know, um, with the foundation, I was, I am a board member with the Hua Foundation. And during that time, Miranda was just, you know, uh, had her had her own baby, but very instrumental in being a mentor and leading our team. And I was, you know, sort of raving to uh, my spouse Olivia about Miranda, yeah. and then you know who's Miranda? Who's Miranda, right? <laughs> you know, but you know, they've actually connected after Olivia gave birth, which is incredible. And the email that Miranda sent my my spouse, you know, to this date, we sort of think about how important it is. Um, but you know, it, Esme, the long version, is supposed to be Esmeralda, mm. right? And it's actually a Spanish name. So we were, you know, just I think just in in verbalizing it, it turned to Esmeralda. And then uh, the name actually uh, is very unique. And I don't know if there's maybe a couple people in the world named Esmeralda, which is pretty awesome. And that's sort of one of the reasons. The main one was the Chinese name. And I'll have to give him that story because... Please, please, yeah. Um, the name is actually uh, a combination. So Yu means Jade, but it's Olivia's, my spouse's uh, grandmother's... It's a character in her, in her name. Um, and Olivia's grandmother raised her and is very much the most important person in her life in terms of shaping her to be who she is today. So we wanted to be, make sure to honor that. And then I thought about another matriarch, and this would be my mom's mom. Uh, so my um, maternal grandmother, who very similarly shaped who my mom was and then that has passed on to me. Um, so that name is is Hua, and Hua actually also has a couple other meanings. And this is awesome, by the way, you're driving on a highway and doing a podcast. It's <laughs> That's going to be a first. This I'm, is, I'm, <laughs> as someone who just passed her driving test and couldn't pass and, and, and couldn't drive 
while focused. Uh, <laughs> this is pretty awesome. Um, I want to show you something in just a second. Okay. Oh, good. Self-drive. <laughs> oh, you're on, you're on self-drive. Yeah, I'll show you, oh, I'm going to go into the right lane and show the shelf yeah, drive. That's awesome. It's easier to focus on the conversation. Yeah. Uh, Starting to take a break. I'll show you how it works. Yeah. So you just basically like activate it. Yeah. And then do this and, and you go. Oh, my God. <laughs> This must be illegal on a driving system. Right? <laughs> you just throw it on the cell phone. That's awesome. That's awesome. You're talking about your grandmother and the yeah. Oh yeah. Care of you. So um, yeah. So from from my um, the the Hua character has a lot of meanings. It's the same Hua as in the Hua Foundation. It's the same Hua as in Wungo Hua, which is in English means Vancouver Wungo Hua. Uh, and Hua also means our people, right? So if you're Chinese, you're a Huaren, right? You you got you got Hua in your you're Hua, you're Huaren. Uh, so you know, I wanted to make sure that character is also in Esmeralda's name because that's the roots, right? It's, and I know you've been doing a lot of dig, digging into your Cantonese and your uh, Vietnamese roots, but that for me is like you got to have that in the name. So, and combine the two words, Yu Hua, actually mean most precious jade. Wow. So the it actually combines and it's actually a word. So it kind of all came together, um, but. You know those things. Those things take months. It's not just something you just wake up one day and you're like, yeah, let's give inspiration's name. So hopefully, I mean, I don't know what your baby's name yet is. You know, we, we didn't want to verbalize it too much until the baby was actually out. We kind of sort of kept it secret until then, right? Yeah. But um, I know some other parents like like they could come up with it sort of well in advance and, and speak to the baby as I mean they they are they're 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 inside. That's right. They're alive, and that's. Oh man, I'm so excited for you. <laughs> Guilt, I mean, guilty truth. My wife, Michelle, and I are like big planners. So we actually had the name like yes. two years ago. Oh. And we have the name for the next two, one or two already in the in the sheets oh. already. So oh, wow. things that we talk about during our road trips. Uh. <laughs> that's, in, that's incredible. So I've only made it to one. And, you know, I, I, I also have this two to three plan. But I don't know. You know, I, I'm a huge planner, but... You can't really plan yeah. for some of the things with a newborn baby, and yeah. you gotta really play it by ear with the you know with your spouse and how that and that happens because you know there there are plans change right. That's I mean right. I'm sure with COVID we we all know that now, uh, but you know that uh, it's it's an experience, man. It's, uh, with a, with a baby, you kind of have to you kind of have to just be patient with day by day and and and, and sort of get through the, the tough mental health challenges that the, that that has and that impacts and you know it totally changes your your life and your priorities and for for individuals who you know, maybe for the first few years of the relationship or marriage you had a 1a and 1b maybe it was your career maybe it was another passion of yours and i know you have many many passions once you have a baby all of that kind of gets re reordered right away and it has a huge impact on, on both of you and i know i tried to hold on to some of the things i started a firm at the, my law firm at the same time oh my gosh uh because i mean i did it because of the kid right i was like i'm having a kid yeah. i want a legacy piece oh, i don't want to be anybody else's employee for the rest of my life this is going to be you know a firm that i want the power down the road if my kid is in high school and needs internship hours <laughs> to be like here's a piece for you and here and join us and we're doing good work um but doing that at the same time as having a kid i mean those clash every single day right one of the points and i thank you for sharing that and one of the points of the show is to really explore the unspoken truths or the hidden hidden truths about um fatherhood and you mentioned mental health you mentioned that stressor mm. maybe you could walk us through that and what was that journey like and yeah. how did you guys kind of navigate through i mean i'm uh, seeing your advocacy with beyond the a beyond 
the anxiety and, and, and watching that go through. I mean, it, it's not the first time, you know, I've, I've, I've spoken about this publicly. I've had anxiety since I was a kid, likely. I'm, the whole undiagnosed side of things probably ran in the family. So, of course, like the anxiety around the whole thing coming up and, and, and the event. and It is a huge event, right? It is uh, much like losing someone, gaining someone is that same kind of experience, right? You just, you're, it's out of body. You're, you know, if you already have anxiety and those other things, it like totally triggers it, right? Um, and then, you know, the other mental health challenge is just, I think, you know, your ability to focus, right? Like when, when you're at work or when it's just your spouse and you're, you're, you're in your office, you're, you know, you know, it's just away from it all you have this ability to lock in on what you're doing and really, really focus. And now my life is not locked in my office. It's open spaces. It's being in the same room, having a client consultation and five feet away, my baby's crying. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. And it's that guilt of even you are having a consultation with a client, you're putting a hundred percent into work but you also got that have that peripheral eye on what's going on with family at all times, and uh, yeah, it adds a lot of stress and pressure. And but you know what? Without centering myself, yeah. this is the hardest part on spouses. That like we think it's difficult. It's a million times more difficult for your spouse. Yeah, so you'll go through trends of like this immediate phase of happiness when the baby's born and learning to the struggle of like breastfeeding and how much pressure you feel to actually produce for your baby to then the next steps of um, exhaustion, right? Because as a mother, you you know, you can only last on so little sleep and that excitement of a new baby for so long before you crash. And if the mother's crashing, who's going to be there for the kid, right? And more and more, and especially during these COVID days, you may not have grandparents. You may not have other family members who are able to help. So that's important for you as the partner to step in in a serious way, either cooking a really good meal, making sure all the food is there, um, making sure your baby is held, making sure mom gets a couple hours here and there of sleep. But it's it's difficult. I mean, I, I can't say it's been it's been easy. Yeah. Um, the last little bit, but you know what? I think that we have a, a really unique communication, my spouse and I, and then we, you know, we don't hold anything back from each other, and especially her. And it's for her, it's cultural. Like that's the community she comes from. She's from Chongqing, and, and those people there are like, they're straightforward to the point. That's great. right. Yeah. So if there's anything, I'm getting called out that second, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's that, man. And and you know what? Ninety five percent, she's right. <laughs> so. I love it. My gosh. So she just call you out. She's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, I get it all the time. It, but you know what? It, it's something I'm, I'm also, I'm also, I'm also used to. It's something I have to build. And I'm, I get it. I'm a, I'm a Shanghainese man. So like, like, like that sort of the ethnic cultural background and there's sort of history about that too. Like Shanghainese men are considered a little bit more like, I don't say submissive, sub, subservient, but like we, we listen to our wives. Right. So, um, you know, when, when, when Olivia calls me out, I'm, uh, she's right. This is, a, <laughs> this is a really good segue into what I wanted to talk about next is really, do you find that you reflect upon your childhood during this time? Like how you were brought up and how do you think oh, that's going to influence the way yeah. you parent? Absolutely. I mean, that, I mean, that's a very, very loaded question. And I know coming from, com- 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 coming from complex families and, 
you know, things we can say and stories, you know, we, we might not be able to tell anymore for various reasons. Um, I, I, I do reflect, but I, I also have this thing, and I don't know if other, you know, I wouldn't say it's just a Chinese Canadian thing or, or other people, but like so many youth, my, 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 my youth is shattered, is, is shattered glass memories, mm-hmm. right? So unlike others, and I have a colleague who's incredible, who could actually remember from their childhood, like every single detail. And I wish I had that, right? And that's why I'm also even trying to start to write and, and, and put some of these things down because I know years from now, I might not even be able to remember. I remember one second snippets, right? Good and bad of things. And then it goes into like blank. So I also, I mean, so it's a blessing and a curse in, in disguise, right? Because you can't remember when you want to, but at the same time, there's so many things that rather than dwell on them and, and root on them, you're like, you know what? I have a new opportunity to, 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 to write a new canvas. And we're also in very different times, yeah. right? Um, I think our parents, when they uh, either immigrated or, or started their lives in, 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 uh, in Canada, there was very much a pressure to conform and very much, you know, none of the language we have now around anti-racism and no, yeah, telling so people to, <laughs> calling people out and, and being able to stand up for oneself. It was almost like, you don't, you do this or, you know, you don't do, you, you know, we're going to kick you out. We're going to make life terrible for you. And, and you never told those stories to your family or you kind of internalized it. Uh, but for some others, you know, it was passing those all the all the stress that you received in work and in other environments onto your family right and 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 maybe some of those things contributed uh but for me now with my baby daughter it's you know the key word is liberty be free right and be free of constraints be free of societal expectations um they're gonna be labels we had to grow up through them but um i think you know I hate this like we've sort of carved a path thing because yeah. I think it's it's very you know it, it, it puts us in a privileged pedestal which we shouldn't I think as much as we're lawyers and we do this legal work it's you know, I, I have and the COVID's give I've just as I've even more respect for people who are doing the the frontline work yeah. and putting their lives on 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 out there every day um, but I think if you just keep you know the simple philosophy of just making just living happy life happy and healthy I know that's always a Chinese thing as long as you're happy as long as you're healthy I mean I know it's really simplified but I'm gonna keep it that simple for my kid yeah right why why complicate things right I was just saying to Michelle like you know I'm gonna look at the baby ten fingers ten toes all right first thing done <laughs> yeah and most important thing done all right ten fingers ten toes and do the whole vision check and all the stuff and then again even if something is you know goes goes wrong there are there are amazing stories i mean i've been inspired by those who had to overcome adversity and, and things that are not perfect to, to 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 carve really happy lives and you know what i i think again we can't apply societal judgment on these things and just because they're prejudiced and, and disadvantaged in other areas that you know, we contributed that. I think it's up for us to champion whatever your your, your kids like. Champion that, right? And um, but you know, we're still early in the phases. The baby's personality is still you know still developing. And <laughs> apparently, baby's personalities change every few months. And I've already seen that, right? From like super cry baby to now like oh, they're super calm for a few days, and we're actually able to like really enjoy this these, these few days. So you know what? We'll take it a step at a time. Early in the process. Thanks for sharing that. Well, that that's so. Uh insightful so profound and i love what you said about societal labels right i think that starts in the very beginning i i get the sense of when i started this journey maybe it's just me but there's always this sense of worry and fear at every step of the journey and i'm like guys if we approach pregnancy from a place of worry and fear like it's just gonna be a constant fear and worry you think mindset 
And I see that in my mother, like, every single there's always something to worry about. Yeah. And how do we break away from that, or, or should yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the f- one thing to, to say, though, and I'll have to call them out, too, is like the, the, the whole industry, and I think I talked to you about this before, but the um, the whole, what is it called now? The, not mater- what's the prenatal, industry. prenatal, yeah, the prenatal industry, baby industry of the, you know, the films and videos to, to pretty much scare the heck out of you, yeah. right? Um, you know, it, it, all those things, I mean, I, I understand there's a huge industry and you're paying, we're paying lots of money for these courses and like watching it all. But, you know, half the stuff, once you actually have a baby, you can't control that stuff, right? If your baby likes to sleep on their side, they're not going to just suddenly go flat because some video said that, right? Like... And I got that. And I slept on my side as a baby. Some of these things are just, like, also genetic. That, like, things are going to happen a certain way, right? Um, So I think, you know, those videos also play a huge stressor. And also, like, they're frankly not culturally aligned with many things that, you know, our own parents have. So then one of the classes, I don't know if you're going to experience it. because I, I think you know you have a very tight relationship with your with your mom, which probably can play a big role in the baby's upbringing. You know, I think so. You know, so many things we were doing, we're like, "Yo, mom, you can't do that." Like the video said, you can't do that. And mom's like, "I did that with you. I did that with your sister. All of you are perfect. Like, why am like what am I doing wrong, right?" And there are so many of those little things. So many of those like the way they did and the way it's done now, and some of them have changed. And you know, things that were considered normal then are not are wrong now right um for example side sleeping just to give another example like they taught that in the hospital when i was born apparently my mom was like they oh. even told me how to put the put the cushion next to you next to the you know the back to make sure you know and now it's like you can't have anything in the crib yeah over 30 years they've changed the you know the recommendations right um but you know those things uh i, I think the you want to listen to as much advice as, as possible to get yourself informed. But at the end of the day, you have to try and get to know your baby well. And, and as long as they're safe and, and, and you you know you monitor them, uh, don't be worried of every single little thing because you're going to worry yourself to be an ineffective parent, I think. Well, if there's like one last thing you could say to yourself uh, right before your child appeared in the world, what would you say to yourself? So I was able to do a lot of things and say and, and try and accomplish a lot of things before my baby was born, which I'm kind of proud of starting my own business and choosing intentionally to work from home and be there for my child. And and I know it's a, it's a huge privilege and a blessing to be able to work virtually at this time and, and be there like that. Um, but I still think, you know, going into it, I don't think I realized how much I need to or I should be in my baby's life on a day-to-day basis. And I would have told myself, listen, your business that you're running right now, don't even think about expanding it for a year or two. Focus on the baby for a year or two. Unfortunately, things were there when I, when I decided to do both at the same time, and now it's often clashing. But just don't underestimate the time you need as a father to be there for your spouse and for your baby in the early days. And I think that, you know, speaking with me, you get someone who's just fresh out of it, right? Okay. Who, you know, I, I'm sure if I had this conversation a couple of years, I might even tell you a different story because I'll forget or, you know, it'll transform. But I'm telling you very rawly, like, right now is the best time to put all your focus and energy and into your baby. This is the one few, few months of the 
beginning when when both your spouse and your child really need you and throwing everything into that treating it like a full-time job you're gonna love it and it's gonna be really rewarding so yeah. oh man went straight to the heart will this went straight to the yeah. heart oh, what a blessing honestly i'm i'm so grateful to have you thank you thanks share these stories it's awesome but and you're gonna make an, an incredible father and i think you know again another girl father uh, we look forward to having our, our babies meet each other and hang out and and then i think it'll be really there'll be an incredible influence on each other maybe future faculty uh <laughs> executives that back in the future but again whatever they want to do i think it's just going to be incredible having good uncles and aunties and good sisters uh and brothers uh you know to 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 be friends with and, and i'm grateful we built this small community of girl fathers here it'll be nice and on that note, thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and YouTube. Follow, I'll put Will's links on the show notes. Uh, follow his podcast. Dude, it's been such a pleasure. It's been great chatting with you. To everybody Absolutely. else, we'll see you guys later. Cheers. Peace.